1: to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Roz. We've got a special edition. We've got the Knights of the Round Table here today. We've got Jared Rubin and Thomas Gandolfi joining Wits and I. Um, there's not a whole lot of sports going on in the world right now, so we're going to try to collectively either bring up a bunch of sports memories or honestly just banter back and forth about dumb shit that we bring up. I'm very I'm very much expecting that to be the case. I will allow and lead these people, because they don't believe I'm a good leader, into the promised land here. Rube, say hello to everybody. <laughs>
2: Everyone, how's it going? Thomas, uh, now you're up. A couple times now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thomas, yeah, yeah, I'm
1: cutting off Rube. That was Rube, Rube, Thomas. You're up. Happy
3: quarantine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right. where we're at. Roz, Roz is a little funny. I, hey, I, so I brought I
1: brought all
3: my energy. I brought all my energy in the opening take. I can't. I can't do two. I'm a one take guy.
1: I mean, yes, you're a one take everything. Uh, You're definitely the bottom of the totem pole of the four people on here. So I'm glad you established yourself as that to begin with. Um, Basically, what I was thinking, and feel free to shoot this down. I think that'll add a little comedy. I'm expecting to be, most of my ideas to be shot down here. But I thought since Jared Rubin, who's been the keeper of letting me know what's on CBS and going on around the country um, on these network shows, he told me that Duke and Butler played today. We watched the Kansas-Memphis game a while back. I think it would be best for us to go around, since there's no March Madness right now, and for each of us to give the most memorable March Madness game, regardless of what round it was, um, and tell that story. I know we've got a lot of good gambling stories, so feel free to do that as well. But uh, Witz, since you're the co-host here, and you're giving me a lot of shit for coming on air, how about how about you leave us <laughs> off? What was one of the most memorable... March Madness games you'd witness, whether it's gambling or just magical moments?
4: Oh, wow. That is a great question. At first, I'd probably say when Connecticut won the championship because that was when I won the March oh, Madness man. bracket. But Dude, I think that you would never kind of let tired. this go. You never <laughs> let <laughs> that go. It's over a decade old. Me, me and Rube and Roz were running around as little 14 year olds when this happened. So I'll let it go. I think that my favorite uh, March Madness moment. Was it was a very long time ago, was the Kansas-Memphis National Championship game where before Derrick Rose was a bull, he was uh, missing some very clutch free throws for the Memphis Tigers, and I still remember I, I was laying on the floor in my bedroom watching Mario Chalmers hit that game-tying three to send it into overtime, and I did have Kansas winning that year, and a, a lot of people did, but I think that was my most memorable moment. Kind of one of those things that you, you don't forget where you are. So that championship game and just how Kansas tied it and won it in overtime, that was mine. So uh leave it at that, pass it along to uh, how about Tommy G Favorite March fan this moment.
3: Um I'm gonna say the uh, what was that two years ago with Texas Tech.
1: Oh they the right, back the final
3: four because only only because I was watching that game in my house in the driveway, that I used to watch the starting point guard for Texas Tech and kick his ass in one on one. So, okay. <laughs> Feel free to name drop it, Thomas. It very, yeah, Matt Mooney. I mean, what, what do you want me to say? He was my best friend growing up. I used to kick his ass in one on one, and then I get to watch him in the Final Four.
1: How'd that turn out for Texas Tech?
3: I mean, did you play in the Final Four, Ethan?
1: Uh I have. Uh, you're you're speaking to the best athlete of the four of us currently. So, uh Gando
4: should have been you in the final four. <laughs> it should have been you. <laughs> I was
3: Almost there and I for a couple plays.
1: Dude, Thomas is smaller than the chairs they sit in on the sideline. I don't think you'd be able to get into the game.
3: Ethan, my goodness. Let's well, get you with the show.
1: <laughs> okay. We'll, pu- we'll push on Thomas. Thomas is not one to take a joke. Uh, so let's go Rube uh, for your best March Madness uh, moment. Yeah.
2: So this week has been obviously a little tough with no games, but I've gotten to relive a lot of these moments that I even forgot about. I did see that Kansas game earlier this week and then also that Texas Tech game. But before I go to my biggest moment, I do have a bone to pick with CBS today. I was oh. watching the – Dude, the CBS Plus takes the, the
1: shit on this show.
2: I was watching the Duke-Butler game. There was about three minutes left in a tie game. Um, kind of know what's going to happen. Gordon Hayward's going to miss that half-court shot at the end. But instead of coming mm-hmm. out of the under-four timeout, we get fucking Trump on the TV for oh. the coronavirus update, and nothing is wow. up And then we cut back to the game, and Duke's standing on the podium. And there's no. Wow. What is CBS yeah. doing? It's,
3: just, it's, it's not right, Rube. Rube it's just so, not right.
1: Sounds
2: Those like Rob's running CVS over there. It's a
1: pre recorded <laughs> game. How the fuck did they just jump to the podium? Nope.
2: They got, they got time slots. right <laughs> over the end of the game. I didn't give <laughs> a shit about the first 37 minutes, but who cares? Um, Dude. But my favorite moment, which I did see, I want to say, two days ago, was going way back to 2005 when Illinois played Arizona oh. in the Elite Eight. Um, and Illinois was down 15 points with three minutes left in the game and came back to tie it and then ended up winning the game in overtime. Illinois has always been my favorite basketball team, so a little bit of bias there, but just an unbelievable comeback that they made. Ended up winning the game in overtime and lost the national championship a couple weeks later to North Carolina, but that comeback, I just don't think I've ever seen a comeback in basketball like that, so I'm going to put that at the top of my list.
4: Ruben, I think we were—I think we were in Omaha, as eleven-year-olds at a baseball tournament. No, a this is, I think was
2: this, this was before, different. Tournament? I think because I, I know I was in Arizona for that, so I think this was like nine-year-olds or before. I want to say. Oh, okay. five. This is a long. Did yeah. Ethan get
3: back. cut from that baseball team?
1: Never tried out, motherfucker! Can't get me on that one.
3: <laughs> I mean, who <laughs> oh, cuts boy. people from a nine-year-old team? But you would have yeah. found a way.
2: I think like twenty people try out for twenty-four spots, so you would have been. It might have been okay. I'm
1: I'm not a I'm not a stick and ball kind of guy. I'm uh I'm more hands-on. I like playing with basketballs and footballs, and uh I I baseball was not my strong suit. Hey,
4: how many letters are on your shelf?
1: I got to tell you. At the end of the day, you guys can hang on to your glory days, but if you guys wanted to compete with me in anything right now, it's it's about growing and being better. I'm 25. It's not like I needed to be a stud at 18. You guys, you, you can guys can couldn't you compete with me. My,
3: you can't grow when you're in my back pocket right now. Hey, buddy, <laughs> you,
1: there's not a single one of you four that could compete with me in a dead-out race, out-jumping yeah. me, basketball, football, however you guys wanted to play. I mean, it's, it's just obvious. Most
2: people... Most people try and peak when the sport they're playing actually matters, not just playing at 7 (laughs) o'clock at LA LA Fitness. Let's go. Let's go. Let's
1: take the sport out of it. How about just being athletic? I mean, being a human, being an animal, you want to still be strong moving forward. And you guys might be looking at a 250, Roz, but that's not me anymore. I'm under the 200 grain. I can outrun all of you, and I can out-athleticize any of you.
4: How's that working out for you?
1: I think it's great. I mean, I'm in a great place. Uh, I have a great job. Uh, living in LA. I'm Hollywood Roz. I can't really complain. I think everything's great. I think when athleticism needs to comes up or athleticism needs to come up, uh, I'll just take you guys to the woodshed you know um, but let's let's get to my uh, best NCAA moment and that's something I'm proud of because none of you three can say this about your your college careers, but I had. The University of Dayton Flyers make it to the Elite Eight, one of the best runs in college basketball history, um, almost better than the Texas Western run. And uh, we we got Ohio State in the first round. We're in 11th seed. We come <laughs> <What>? up big. <laughs> did you <laughs> What? I did just watch Glory Road. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not exactly crazy. the comparison I would have thought of first, but... <laughs> That works. <laughs> It's a great run. They, they had a great run. Um, we beat Ohio State 60-59. to 59. Aaron Kraft missing that last second shot. The eight-year college pro, Aaron Kraft, finally saw his career come to an Did end. Solinger to on that team? S- no, Solinger was not on that team. I'm telling you, Aaron Kraft might have played eight seasons and the NCAA never checked.
2: Uh, him and Perry Ellis, I think, were both 27 when they graduated.
1: Yeah, they... <laughs> They, they, they definitely were around for a while. Then we went on to beat Syracuse, the number three team um, in the tournament that year, or in their side of the bracket. And then we went on to beat Stanford, which smoked them 82-72. to And then due to a bad couple calls, we lost to Florida in the Elite Eight, but uh, it was close. We almost made a nice Final Four run. That was one of the best Dayton teams I've ever seen, other than this year, which got robbed, since we were going to be a one seed. But uh, Dayton has to uh, contribute to one of my best March Madness moments.
3: While we're talking about Dayton, how about the robbery that Obi Tobin got player of the year.
1: How is that a robbery? He was the best player in the country.
3: <laughs> I I mean, I wait, think been. Been. What? I think it's it, probably the guy from Iowa, that Garza guy. No chance.
1: Okay, there it is. Rube,
2: give, okay. me, give me some backup I mean, here.
3: Wow. I mean, I'll I take that opinion and it up right on on team, at. team in my so. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: ass. Like,
3: take
4: it back where it came from, Tom. <laughs> yeah, <I loved> <laughs> Dude, Tom, right Tom tried coming
1: in with some heat and he lost it. And you're speaking. I to- mean, I, hey, I'll just, I, I, I think I,
3: I stand by it, but you, are you, an Iowa, I, are you an, an Iowa, guy? Since when you
1: in Iowa? Big Iowa?
3: No. I, I hate Iowa and I hate Lucas <laughs> Garza. <Garfield, but> <laughs> pretty good, but the is pretty good.
1: <laughs> okay, He's such a random guy. <laughs> he to back he, up.
3: he aver- dude, he aver- he averaged a double double in the best conference in basketball. Okay, he he averaged like eighteen and ten in the best conference of basketball.
1: One can argue what the best. Con- I mean, I'm not going to say the A10 were Dayton. B-10 I mean, is no, the you
3: can't conference. really, you can't really argue that. Think the the big Ten is uh, the
1: best conference in
3: basketball. Big Ten. is – you you can't even argue that the A ten and the Big Ten are even close. No, I'm
1: not I'm not even trying to argue that. I don't think they are. Yeah, well don't. Don't argue yeah, well, then, that Rod. This is going. Go Thomas with. Thomas is back into a corner here with this Luca Garza thing. And I've got to tell you, I'm he was back a runner. Into
4: corner? I, well you I think you're, he's coming off the ropes with a fist of fury, Rod. <laughs> I think he's I think, pushing I mean, across the ring. Dude.
1: I don't know what you guys are imagining right now, but Obi Toppin, by far and away, the clear favorite. He was the only unanimous All-American this
3: year. I will not disagree that he is by far the best player in the country, but... And he might be a
1: Chicago Bulls. You could argue he didn't have the best stats. I mean, okay, he he scored more than... Uh, Luca Garza and I understand. that, he, Dude, Luca's a big man. He's down there. He's gonna get those rebounds. It's, a, it's the same fake stats. And honestly, this is where if, if, Dylan, if Dylan Wallace were on the line right now, he would talk about the lack of importance of rebounds and that stat being inflated. Like, come on, you're gonna get your defensive rebounds. How many offensive rebounds was he averaging, Thomas? Up? Right now, All right? You look it up. While I bring up, he averaged yeah, yeah, twenty. Yeah, he averaged twenty three and ten. I mean, a, okay. pretty,
3: okay. what kind yeah. of a
4: Rod? What kind of a question is that to ask somebody? How many offensive rebounds a guy is averaging? That's, a that's not fair a radio. That's mean? not fair. How is that? I don't think on? it really.
2: I don't think it really matters. I mean, Iowa was not. They were good. They weren't great. And Iowa plays a style where they don't play any defense and they score a lot of points. So twenty-four points. Yeah, I think Gars is very good, but if they don't, I think Toppin if they don't have him at Dayton. Who knows where they'd be? And to leave a team yeah, like that, it's... thirty
1: wins,
2: and how, it was pretty damn. I difficult.
1: don't think you guys are big Bulls people. I think Rube of all of you guys probably pays the most attention to the Bulls. But like Obi Toppin, currently projected to land in Chicago, how would you guys feel about having the native son of Dayton? Obi Toppin, average
3: 20, twenty and seven. Average twenty and seven.
1: He was on the best team in the country. He made them the best I mean,
3: team in the they, country. He play, play, like, uh, 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 I'm just saying. We lost well, to Kansas maybe, in overtime. So he's we got, got better stats. We got better stats. Better conference. There's an argument to be made. There is.
2: I think there's an argument. I'm just taking the other side. I think it's fair. I mean, I think he's very good, but I would take top yeah, over him. I just don't yeah. want to sound like I a got crazy got a person. Right. I All right. Whatever. We're moving
1: on. Anthony Grant went Roz, on we're putting
4: you on the 10 count. We're starting to count. You're woozy.
1: Anthony He's Grant stumbling. won Coach of the Year this year at the NCAA. Uh, as they talk behind me, I'll, I'll, I'll keep letting you guys know. Me and Witz had the great opportunity of interviewing Coach Grant. We'll put out that interview at some point, but that does give us some street cred on knowing who to interview. Uh, we, we breed coaches here at the opening line, um, and he it's an awesome honor to have seen him win uh, coach of the year. And I think Dayton, although we got robbed of winning a national championship this year, I think we'll be back. I think he's a great coach. And I think there's another Ob Toppin to be found out there. Um, guys, I got to ask. I had a moment in college where I lost 14 straight games gambling-wise, um, which statistically is the same odds as winning the – winning the lottery i've got to ask thomas i know you're not a big gambler so maybe you you've gambled somewhere down the line but i need to know biggest loss and it doesn't have to be in college basketball for either of you wits or room but biggest loss you've taken in any sporting event
2: like dollar wise yeah let's go let's go money wise I don't know. I mean, I don't bet that much on games, you don't, probably like 50 bucks somewhere.
1: You don't, have a, you don't have a big game you remember just watching and like it came down to the wire and it was just a big choke. I mess. mean, I
2: mean uh, re- recently I took the 49ers in the Super Bowl, pissed that game away. Hey, so, wits. That was like, that was like, so. Let's go wits.
1: Point, Fuck the 49ers. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, Ruby, we were on the other side. That was, that was a big, oh, yeah. that would have been a big loss for you, Wits. We would have been able to tell that story.
3: Yeah,
4: that probably would have been the biggest loss, but it was, here we are, still alive.
1: Still alive. Wits, do you have a big one? I mean, I can, like, I, the Matt Colada one, I also wanted to get Matt on here. When I was down 100, I doubled or nothing mm-hmm. it on the Steelers. Yeah, right. Um, he was our bookie in high school. Uh, and the Steelers muffed two punts in the fourth quarter and Big Ben threw a pick six in overtime for me to lose. That was that was probably one of my rougher events as well. I'm surprised neither of you have like a wow moment where you're just sitting there and being like, I just dropped this much coin on a game that I thought was going to
4: hit and it didn't. I mean, there's just been there's been a lot of them, and I can't say yeah, that. I've had, like, I've like had way minutes. more. Yeah, I mean, lost like a bunch of crappy games. I don't remember how much this was, but let's say probably a couple hundred bucks was uh, that Steelers-Chiefs playoff game, I think from three years ago. Oh. Um, I, th- I think Rube was there in the room, but I think I had the – I don't even remember who I had. Rube. Oh, was like, that the just, Eric Fisher?
1: That was uh, the two-point conversion I penalty. I remember Rube. Or, yes. R- went. Oh, I, I was there. Yeah, yeah. That was bad. That's what I'm talking That's a bad
4: moment. Uh, no, yeah, was tough. so I, we were I had we were in someone I, think I had this I think we were at our house, but anyways, I had I think I had the Steelers. Yeah. and coming out oh, at the yeah. end of the game, they converted a two point conversion, and I got up, you know, <laughs> ran outside the house, started yelling in the parking lot. I walked back <laughs> into a dead silent room. <laughs> and
2: so I forgot who it
4: was that somebody <laughs> told yeah. there was a there was a penalty on a two point conversion. They didn't end up getting it. They ended up losing the game, and I just went. I didn't even go through the stages of grief. I was just straight into depression for, like, the <laughs> next two days. Yeah, that, that,
3: that's heartbreaking. That sounds heartbreaking. Yeah, that was tough. Dude,
4: that's,
3: yeah. that's an outside.
2: awesome event. We were running outside for a good, like, five minutes while this – we were just waiting to break this news. So he, so he
3: was just out there screaming, cheering.
2: Yeah. Like, he just uh-huh. won,
3: and then you guys were all in there like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> don't come back Dude, in. Don't do it. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> put all the sharp objects away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about somebody who has to put objects away. How about Rube taking Georgetown, the number two? Um I don't even know what March Madness tournament that was in, but that we were all sending up B dubs and Georgetown goes down to what is it, Florida Gulf Coast and one of the greatest dunk shows of all time. Was that, was
3: that I thought who that was... ported Georgetown.
2: Yeah, I thought that was a yeah. career ender. Oh I don't and on my team, team I think Duke lost to Lehigh that same year. No, it was Honestly. Duke and yeah. Lehigh lost the same McCorm- year. No, it was
1: Norfolk beat Mizzou the same year. Lehigh beat Duke, oh, and God. you guys were at yeah, baseball yeah. practice when Norfolk won. Then we went to B Dubs and watched Lehigh win, and it was it was a rough day for for people's brackets to say the least.
2: Yeah. Were you at basketball practice during when we were at baseball practice? No, it was probably just... <laughs> oh,
3: wait, no. Didn't you get didn't you get cut from that team?
2: <laughs> That's a team I did oh, get shit. cut from.
1: <laughs> so, man, no, I was... You cut a... from your
3: high school basketball team.
1: <laughs> hey, man. You know, I wasn't as uh, athletic. I was more raw back in the day. Now I'm way more toned and uh, set up for success. Dude, now
4: you're... All right, stop talking. Now you're, you're about. you your first... Roz, now you're first team All-LA Fitness. I am. LA squad.
1: <laughs> I've beaten Wale. I've played with um, some people you can see on MTV. I've taken some W's from them. Uh, I'm a baller. I'm a yeah, baller. That's, I'm a shot that's baller. my
3: favorite the guy, the guy from Baby Channel.
1: Uh, yeah, I think I'm the only one who watches MTV, so that's, that's why I cut myself off from saying any names because there's no way any of you guys would have known it.
3: You are such an MTV person, God. It's like. Hey man, if there is like an MTV guy. You are an MTV guy.
1: Hey man, <laughs> you know, I I like attention. I like people focusing on me. And uh, yeah, it would have been great to be a reality TV star. But uh, I work in the real world now, guys. So I uh, can't participate like in that. Like TV much. show? Yeah. Or the or the actual world. The actual world.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, just making sure.
1: Hey guys, I'm I'm on your I'm on the I'm on the team. I'm on the team. I'm on the working man. Um.
4: All right. MTV is kind of like MySpace. Like, where did it go? I don't do even mean? fucking it still, know it existed anymore. It
3: has the, the, <laughs> the most watched reality out television. Out like, nobody, no, nobody still saying, run, like, hangs out on, on MySpace anymore.
1: Dude, they run the challenge. <laughs> they have Teen Mom. They have. They got a lot going on.
3: It's just a bunch of second-class citizens running Shore amok.
1: On Which one, Rube?
2: Was Jersey Shore on MTV? <laughs> yes. In-
1: they And Jersey Shore's back? Mike, the situation just got out of jail. There you go. See,
2: that show is
0: like ten planet. years old.
3: <laughs> the only person on the planet that would know that is
1: rod All right. Speaking of jail and shocking situations, I'm going to put you guys on the spot here. I will ramble for a second, to try to give you guys some time to think of something. But can you guys name each of you one of the most shocking sports stories you've experienced in your lifetime? For example the quick release of Michael Vick and his dogfighting ring, or when Plaxico Burris shot himself in the leg. Those are a little smaller scale. You can go on any scale you want, but I'm curious if any of you guys have like one sports moment that was so shocking to you, and it just like displaced
2: you for a second in just like complete dumbfoundness. Can we we, uh, not take deaths out of the equation here? Because I feel like those are obviously the most, but... We got enough. We got enough depressing. Time right. Going right now. Let's not do death, especially since there obviously was
1: the one recently. Let's take death out of the equation. Do we got which you got one.
4: Well, my, yeah. I mean, my story was like I think almost equally depressing. But when you said most shocking thing, that the first thing that popped into my mind, and I'm not going to explain or have any conversation about it, but for me, it was it was hands down what happened at Penn State with Joe yeah. pa, that was my, and that, that whole was thing.
2: thing. for me too.
1: Dude, that took it over... Was, that's but the, that's like one of those things that took over ESPN for six months. Like, it was the only thing being run.
4: Yeah, yeah, it was shocking that, I mean, that had to be it, and not something I'd want to talk about ever again, but that, for me, shocking sports story, that had to be up. it. That did that, it for me.
2: That's a big one. Uh, Rube, now you're tasked me, with a different one. For me, I don't know if you would if it was, like, as shocking in the moment, but, like, the most memorable, like, crazy story was the LeBron decision to go to the Heat. Like, that was just the most wild thing at the time. Yes. Like, that kind of, like, transformed the way, like, people, like, communicate with, like, in sports going forward. Like, no one ever did something. Change the NBA. just the NBA. It was just the Scott, Scott Van Pelder were ever reporting it on TV, but now guys are doing letters and yeah, videos and all that stuff. And it was just, like... I remember, like, I, that's one of those you remember where you were type of moments. That it was right before a basketball I mean, practice, Rube. Fun fact, still on the yes. basketball team, had not been
1: cut yet. So, just want that how, out in the universe.
3: How many how many parodies do you hear of, I'm going to take my talent to blah, blah, blah? I'm going to take my, my, that talent, my, video? my
1: talent. I'm going to take my talent. I just watched those that's the other day. True. The Rube, DJ Steve Porter. Really uh, so
3: that's what Ethan said to us when he was moving to California.
1: <laughs> I'm take, take my talents to uh, South LA or South California. I'm, taking,
3: California. I'm, ta- I'm taking my my bus, table, bus and table talent
1: to uh, SoCal. <laughs> Dude, I was, a, I was a hell of a server out here.
4: Yeah, but I was actually working at Bedline during the decision. The company that Rube works at. Oh, yeah. Me and uh, me and Matt Colado were uh, in, yeah. the, in the middle I of watching two TV that.
2: shows. I had to volunteer. So. You guys paved the way.
4: Wow. we did compliance compliance department kind <laughs>
2: slash Sopranos watching club. Thomas, yeah, give us a
4: sports memory
1: or shocking moment, not memory. Uh, I
2: don't know.
3: I mean, I, I, the I don't know. It's hard to think of like one on a spot, but I do rem- I do remember exactly where I was during that decision.
1: None of you. What about like Barry Bonds being outed for steroids? Do you any of you guys remember that, or is that? Uh, I mean, everyone, saw oh, that. everyone saw that. Everyone saw that. Wasn't shocking. It was just <laughs> anticipated. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Not very, not very yeah. much anticipated.
2: God, I feel like there's got to be more shocking. You know, we In we've lived game, a lot. I've got two games that are hands down the most shocking for me. Rip um, them, Rise, Rise. You can keep your mouth shut for this one. Um, but one was Mr. Cody Parky yanking that field goal, and then two was Chris Conti blowing co- that coverage. Oh, my God. Up. Like, those were, like, the two worst game-watching memories, I think. Yeah, that but I've that's had. just
1: for, like, Chicago. I don't think anybody outside of U3 would be able to bring those up.
2: Yeah, but they were bad.
1: Really bad. <sighs> I feel like most of the country knows about the how, like
3: the suffrage that us Bears fans went through with Cody Parkey.
1: Is it suffrage? Is it suffrage just for the Bears or for the whole city of Chicago? Is Chicago nearing? I guess the Cubs just won in 2016, but was Chicago kind of nearing a sports abyss city, like one that just cannot get over the
2: hump and win?
1: Maybe they're not as close
2: as I like a Cleveland. So. I mean, the Hawks won three titles in five years. The Bulls won. About 20 years ago. Right. Okay, that's 20 yeah. years ago, and nobody gives a shit about hockey. Like you come on here, that's the first we've heard of
1: hockey because, on this show. Uh, I'm just absolutely the fact.
3: not. I mean, that's that's like one of the best hockey dynasties of all time.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. They did they did wonderful things. I'm curious, which cities do you consider to be in that sports abyss still? And who is not going to get out of it? I think San Diego is BS. I think the Chargers leaving San Diego. I think they should still be a part of San Diego, being one of the worst sports cities in the country.
4: Dude, but San Diego—that's not like. When I think of San Diego. I don't think of sports. I think of being on the beach and going to Legoland. But like Chicago is like a very famous like sports town. Like I don't think they really compare San Diego. Okay, Chicago. but for a long
1: time, Cleveland and like these places, Buffalo. Yeah, that was that, good.
4: And but, um I say the Red Sox in Boston I mean they did have a lot of other good teams, but Boston,
2: Boston is like the greatest sports Boston wins, Boston wins something every year yeah they're the best I know city just, a, I just time. I just watch fe- I watched
4: I watched fever pitch last night so i I'd had the quote um, <laughs> great, that's, great play. great that's a great a great quote when they're all sitting I forgot which game it was but um the guys like. What's the guy's name? The main character. He's very famous now. Jimmy, I Jimmy Fallon. Blanket. Jimmy Fallon. Yes, Jimmy <laughs> Fallon. He's like I hate Jimmy like Fallon. the Red Sox always let you down. He's like, what do you mean? They're always here. Whether it's one hundred and five or seven or seven hundred and five, like they're always here. And I've I've always thought like, you know what? That's the great thing about sports. They're always here.
0: Like <laughs> except anymore. now, except right right now. <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: so
1: that quote was like Tough very time to eerie when quote. he said that. God, that's a yeah.
2: that would be a good one to play.
3: Yeah. yeah. It was very I would have weird. punched my TV if I heard
2: that right now. <laughs> the last the last live sporting event I watched was uh Sunday bowling two weeks ago. And that's the only live, live <laughs> soccer that was
3: on that was on.
2: There was no it was, yeah, soccer. Jason
1: Belmonte
2: won it for the hundredth time. Usually so <laughs> oh, live oh, Jesus.
1: What do you guys consider Cleveland to still be one of the sports abyss in this country? They did win an NBA title recently.
2: So no. So no. Then and- I think they are. So I mean, the Browns are like the biggest joke of a franchise in any sport. <laughs> I think. And the Cavs had a couple good years, and now they suck again. Because uh, they got one player, they got lucky. They got the Indians. So, yeah, the Indians. They're, I was part of, the, they're the, Cubs, the Cubs. and Indians. On uh, talk about good sports memories. That's a big one. That one. Was, uh, that was a fun game to watch.
1: That was. I think.
3: That. Go ahead. I think the Cubs beating the Indians put them in a tailspin that they'll never recover from. Yeah, I they, I mean, they, they, they won. clearly haven't.
1: Say that before. I mean the Were Indians. Even if they lost. They, no, 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 no. I think he's talking about the Indians never going to be able to recover.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, and they haven't. The Indians suck. I mean, I don't think they suck, but They're not great. They
2: didn't even make the postseason last year. Last year, they
3: last year. Well, because they had wins in the. Their windows days, over. So hit
2: like a thousand home runs. Yeah, their windows closing. Kluber's gone now. Lindor is going to be gone after this year. Can we
3: talk about
1: how the Cubs?
3: The Cubs window is closing.
2: Wow, I
1: mean, <laughs> let's let's get into MLB since that's hopefully the next sport that comes back. I have no idea which is coming back next, but
2: should have a game. there should be
1: games tonight. Should be there stark. should be. What I'm Stop actually
3: curious—that's what I've been thinking about when it comes back. It's just going to be a huge orgy of all the sports going on at one time. <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a couple. <laughs> <months>. <laughs> get your <laughs> mind out of the <laughs> gonna brass like gutter. Tuesday night dinner—you're going to go from like game one of like the Stanley Cup playoffs <laughs> to like the NBA final.
2: <laughs> Dude, and all these baseball. Then we're gonna guys. go right into, hopefully, right into football.
1: Oh God! <laughs> hopefully, nothing happens to We got the draft coming up, April twenty third. That is not being moved, says Roger Goodell, which is great. But again, back to baseball. I'm curious about this take, Thomas, because me and Witz have brought up a little bit when we talk about baseball. But you guys are big Cubs <laughs> people. Do you really believe the Cubs window is closing, or is closed, like you just said?
3: I mean, yeah, I mean, you have to. We've had, I am a very big uh, Cubs, like, pessimist, like, I have just (laughs) been getting my heart broken by them for 24 years, so, 25, so it's hard, it's hard to see it in a way that you're like, oh, yeah, well, they're gonna win the World Series. they're at least gonna be there, well, they're not, it's just the truth, but... I thought I this they, year, yeah. this year before this corona thing happened, I was all in on them winning the division. They were going to be a contender. And then now it's kind of honestly just put the halt on, and all I've been able to do is read articles about how the Cubs are in trouble. So,
2: jeez, Rube, yeah. defend the I don't Cubs. Think they, I think their division's just very average, So in, them included. So I could, to, I could easily see them getting into the playoffs. I mean, the division's average?
1: What? The Brewers, they got Cardinals, of- the Reds are going to be awesome, yeah, but- supposedly.
2: I don't think that – yeah, I don't think those – I teams, think we're I think we're just going to gut each other out. I don't think there's a great team in that division. Like, you can't say one team in that division is head and shoulders above anyone else. So that's why I'm thinking that – The, wor- the World, the the world Series contender ahead. from that – The that's-
3: NL representative in the World Series will
2: not come out of the Central. That's for sure. It's going to be the Dodgers and the Yankees, probably. But then again, it's baseball, so it's baseball.
1: The Do- I whole- I there's no way the Dodgers. The blow. I man. don't give a shit how many people the Dodgers bring in or how much money they spend. <laughs> they cannot get the W. And to be fair, there's something to be said about the Astros cheating scandal. That I might take a little bit of that back, but they still don't have their World Series title, and they've been paying and trading like it's their job. Nobody.
3: All right, and, there, and there's Rod's two cents on baseball. Well,
1: I, I'm just <laughs> giving my. You guys were just talking about the Dodgers and Yankees being the the clear-cut favorite. No,
3: I let's go back. Let's go back to the main question at hand: the Cubs, because I I think it's a good. I think it's like the they're very much like the Bears right now, where it's a, it's a win right now situation. We have no farm system. We have nobody really coming up like we did, you know, a couple years ago, where you're like, oh well, at least they got these guys coming. We don't really Dude, have. Dude, they what you see what Everybody. You got.
1: So fast.
3: We we've had the same starting rotation. I feel like for four years now,
1: and they're still the, I kids. Mean, yeah, they're still our age, if not younger.
3: Dude, John Lester is not our no, age. No, no, it's no, no. I'm younger.
1: talking. I'm ta- <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the lineup. Wasn't talking about the rotation. The rotation blows. That's and the relief staff. Blows.
3: I don't think that's huge The rotation. A huge... Not blow. The
1: I'm
3: not never saying
2: been it blows, but maybe the rotation hasn't been a problem. It's never been the that their real problem. The real problem is they strike out a shit ton, and their bullpen sucks, and that's bullpen, been the issue. for this year, I, four or five years.
3: It's gonna take and, uh, about thirty minutes of studying one night for me to find out who Cubs bullpen pitches are this
4: year. Yeah,
1: Fra-
4: Still, Fra- not Fra- find Craig Kimbrell.
1: He's gonna be. He's gonna. Ha- he's gonna come <laughs> back. He's gonna have a bounce back year.
4: Kimbrell he
2: could. He could. Or he sucked like he did in the last. <laughs> no one knows.
1: Or he could suck. God, so yeah, negative. How many, how many pitches have we seen Brandon Morrow throw in a Cubs uniform?
3: Like
2: 12? Well, he's gone. He's officially gone now. Is he? I that. Yeah. He just robbed He just robbed the Cubs
3: of $20 million.
2: Yeah, that was a tough one. <laughs> Good for him, though, making $20 million, throwing 100 pitches. Good for him. So outside of America, this, of the,
1: of the Cubs' despair, Thomas, who do you – Feel has the best shot to make it to the World Series from both the AL and NL. Me and Wits have already given picks, and Rube clearly just stated he thinks the Yankees and Dodgers are going to be there. But Thomas, who do you have?
3: I mean, yeah, it's hard enough to think that the Yankees and Dodgers are going to be there.
1: Um, no other, What about the Nats? No Nationals. I mean, the Mets might be able to. Although no, I, I, dude, the Mets have out.
3: They're done. Yeah, that
1: one. That one hurt me for you, Wits. The Nats aren't going to uh, win their own division. The Nats aren't going to win their own division. So, How are you feeling, Wits, about that?
4: Uh, I had a little spout of depression for five minutes because I, I've been such a big <laughs> Mets fan for no damn good reason for the past <laughs> three or four years. <laughs> you know, I, low
3: thought, you know, I always pull for them to win, too. Just
4: saying, They're just like the little brother in New York, and I felt like... <laughs> They had a, he they always had a run chance, on the win. right? And they were close a few years ago when they, you know, Murphy and uh, when Matt Harvey was, you know, respectable. When, when
3: <laughs> and, and Daniel Murphy hit like eight home runs off the Cubs in the playoffs. Yeah,
2: I think yeah. he was the best player of all time for two weeks. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> it and after they came
4: over the Cubs, like after I hadn't watched him that much except during that playoff. Every time he was up for the Cubs, I expected him to get a hit. I was like, just seeing what it, that it, guy did in the Just postseason. because of what he did to us.
1: Dude, a player like oh, dude, yeah. Jason Hayward, on, when he was on the Cardinals, did that. I know the Cubs won the series, but Jason Hayward continually got on base. And I expected the same exact thing when he came over, and it just has not been the case.
4: Well, we did win the World Series the first year he came over, so... And yeah, he gave, he he
1: gave a nice
2: dude, he gave dude, a $200 His speech is
1: the piece. only thing you guys can credit for him... Helping the team. Hey,
4: if you want to I'll rewind the clock and the take back the contract, then fine, let's rewind to the to 2015 and not give it to him and see what happens.
1: If there was a way to do it. I, I, don't <laughs> think I, said, I don't make that trade. I don't make that trade. Which one? Yeah,
2: Rube was right.
3: $200 million speech, and it was worth every penny.
2: Yeah, I'd uh, say it's 100% worth it. If you don't know what would happen.
3: I would not I would not travel back in time and take back the Contracts we
1: gave him. Fine, yeah. let's, let's take away Hayward. Just because I'm I'm under the impression there are a, a couple of bad contracts on the Cubs, would you guys go back on the U. Darvish one, or you guys have some bit of hope that he's going to be relevant?
2: I've got hope for this Ooh. year. I mean, I think the way he finished mm-hmm. last year, I mean, obviously the injury is the big thing with him, but he had as good of a second half as any pitcher in the league last year. Oh, maybe not in the league, but Definitely a top ten pitcher in the second half of last year. Dude, so. he gives up—he gives up some rockets.
3: At the time, though, who else were you gonna? Who else were you gonna pay to? Pay? I mean, we—they offered the same contract. They offered him to Arrieta. Those are the only two worth getting. So, what are you gonna do? I—I I like the guy.
1: Here's an interesting one. This one also, I guess, crosses with the. World Series, so I I know which way you guys are gonna go. But the same year that we paid Lester that long deal that he's still on, the other person that was on the market who went elsewhere was Max Scherzer. Would you rather swap, or is there no point in bringing up that hypothetical because you think without Lester, there's no World Series title?
4: Uh, I would say there's no no point because I mean Lester done his job. Point. Yeah, yeah last I mean, best Scherzer's signing. great, but
1: uh, Dude, Scherzer's uh, been the best pitcher in the leagues since going to the Nationals.
2: Yeah, but Lester, I mean, yeah, Scherzer's better than Lester, he was the dot. Lester's significantly less expensive than Scherzer, and two, Lester has done everything and more that the Cubs could have ever wanted from him when they signed him. He was I, mean, I, I That
3: signing. was the guy that turned the entire franchise around. That signing was a signing that was like, okay, we're ready to put our talk on the table.
1: We're I agree. All right. I feel that. Um, I, I, yeah, Rob. Honestly,
4: take it down. I,
1: I was just expecting, I was expecting all of you guys to go along and say that. I was just curious because Scherzer's an absolute animal. We actually, I don't know which of us went. I know, Ruby you were there for the Scherzer-Lester game. Um, I was there. And I assumed Wits. I, I have to assume most of you are there when I think of Cubs memories. But God, Scherzer fanned us that day. That was insane. Um, as We're, we're going to wrap up the show here. Um, I was going to give everybody an opportunity for last shouts, last shout outs, whatever you want to say about there being no sports. And if you have any predictions on when they may come back or what you are going to do about it. But uh, let's, uh, let's round this thing off. Thomas, give your, give your goodbyes and uh, your sports statement.
3: Um, sports statement. Yeah, like uh, the state of sports. Uh, I hope I hope to see sports back. I hope to see sports back. Is it right now? April, June. Oh God! I hope July. <laughs> wow, you're really pushing it. Back. Okay, so. that's
1: that's very. I normal. know. I'm
3: that's pushing it. Um, I just no. Like, uh, thank you for having me on. It was fun. Um, I want to let it
1: all the listeners. Don't let Rog lie to you. He's not athletic. Okay. <laughs> Most athletic guy here. I'm never going to change that statement. Rube,
2: you're up. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. This kind of sucks full-time. In Rube fashion, I, I like it. That That's the did. way to go. Dude, but, but to if, you guys, out that game, so. if you guys... If you guys
1: want to, to know... Any good NCAA flashback games that are on TV, go follow Rube on his non-existent Twitter account. I feel like he would be rocking that right now if he if he had any social media skills. He would be able to tell us which of the best games are on, and you'd do a live highlight of them. But Rube's, Rube's definitely the best at checking in on CBS these
2: days. Well, there's not much else to do. So <laughs> I tried playing Xbox today for about a half hour and got bored. Really dude, quick, it gets so. video games <laughs> that's get that's so boring. Classic dude. Oh, it's I think wrong. I have carpal
3: tunnel from all the PlayStation I've been playing.
1: <laughs> oh, is that what you've been doing?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: No ZZ. <laughs> um, and Wits, my co-host, my confidant, my buddy. What do you got to finish <laughs> off with?
4: Yeah. So, this is Rod, since you're not my boss, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the people two good YouTube channels I've been following <laughs> the past week. Hell <laughs> yeah! yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, and I think Go I'm going to throw it back to, to, to Tom, definitely, and if Rube has any, too, because I know Tom is a YouTube connoisseur. Um, my first one, I've gotten a little bit into car detailing the past week. Wow. So a channel I'd recommend um, is called this guy called Pan the Organizer. Um has about 500 videos up and down the shelf, products, techniques, interior, exterior, detailing. Uh, very well done, easy to listen to. He gives you a list and access to all the products in the bottom of the videos. He's a great guy to follow. And then, for any of you guys who ever thought about getting into card tricks, I had a little phase about five oh, or six years back. ago. I was following the magician.
2: Uh, yeah. The witch decision. The magician, the
4: magician with, Um JJ the entertainer has a great channel, Free Magic Live on YouTube. He's a, a card master. <laughs> I don't I was gonna say connoisseur again, but that's my my fourth time this show. I gotta lay it down. But he's an absolute magician <laughs> figuratively and literally. Um, any types of cool card tricks you want to impress somebody, you know, you just pick up a deck cards and you get to work. A little practice goes a long way. Those are the two channels I've been hopping on this week. Um so yeah, let's throw it back to Tom. What have you been watching on YouTube? All right. I don't ask how
3: I got down this rabbit hole the other day, but I found myself watching a guy who was streaming his airsoft battles. This is, this guy is like a mid-40s guy, and he travels around the world and goes and does these airsoft battles. And I got to tell you, I was riveted. I mean, it's riveting stuff. This guy goes and he's like, you shoot people and you got a call and you get shot. I guess if you get hit, you, you say, oh, I got hit, and then you go out of the game. Well, he's running into people that aren't calling their hits, and there's fights breaking out in the middle of this uh, airsoft battle. So I've been watching that. A lot of airsoft battles, don't know how I got there. And then last night, one of my more interesting ones that I've been down the past few weeks is, like, draft bus And what would have happened if draft this guy was taken here? And then, uh, like yesterday, I was watching all 11 people that were taken in front of Marshawn
1: Lynch and why they were taken in front of him.
3: It was pretty interesting.
1: Wow. Yeah. Also, always follow David Dobrik on YouTube from Vernon Hills, our neck of the woods. He's a boss. Um, I don't know why I needed to give him a shout-out. But uh, that's, uh, that's... What was that? Be- what? What was that? You know, what,
3: tell people watch David Dobrik?
1: Fuck, he has one of the best YouTube channels him and I'm back on the Logan Paul train, which is not a popular opinion, but he's got some God, good content. you
3: are such a Logan Paul guy. Uh, oh, my God.
1: Anyways, thank you all for listening to the show today. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Rube. Thank you, Wits. Thank Roz. I'm going to thank myself because I am really such an important figure in uh, American history. And uh, we're, this is the opening line where we like to keep the line moving. And uh, we'll catch you, next week. Wow, I cannot finish my own sentences. Not to mention, I still have to go back and put the ads in. But have an awesome week, everybody. Hopefully, we'll get out of quarantine soon. Stay safe. Don't cough anybody. And follow Roots' non-existent Twitter. You'll
0: get none. You'll get none. You'll get none. Can't say that it gets to me, but every time I pull Your bigger wage is coming from what's pumping in my ribcage. I'm getting paid, and nothing's new again. I ain't bragging, but I'm dragging now. my dick gain, Yep, I came up out what I used to claim back in blacker days. Now I move the ball forward. I'm cracking open pack of place, Dave. I'm about your son man you one man that got me into music in the first place in the worst ways i, I want to give your boy the gift of feeling right brain and know the love that mom and pop and drew and us have contained I, I can't say that it gets to me but every time i pull my head up there's a flex to feed you'll get none you'll get none you'll get No a piece of lockdown, how to handle situations from the top down, let's have a more intelligent conversation, let's do those interviews when we was just a flex and a faker, until my reply was some bullshit, and that's some true shit, and that's whatever feels good, and that's when it gets real good, mm. hell yeah, I'm up in this bitch, sack up in this bitch, I'll
2: the sacrifices I'll never regret this okay my cocky flow is officially up off to chase. thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five
0: star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube